Someone You Should Know, a program about people you know and even more that you don't. Hosted by Stuart Sachs, veteran, husband, father, and grandfather. Now, here's your host, Stuart Sachs. Well, hello again, and welcome to another edition of Someone You Should Know. And uh, as always, our program is sponsored by DFW Networking Diva, uh, Christine Dean, who is absolute master of helping you build your business with marketing, guerrilla marketing, she calls it sometimes, but website design and, and execution. She knows it all. If it's got anything to do with helping you build your business, improve your business, grow your business, Christine can help you. DFWDiva.com. Go onto the website. You can even get a complimentary consultation with, with Christine. She's a great, a great girl. And even our guest this morning, who is Eric Olson, a licensed massage therapist. <laughs> And uh, good morning, Eric. Good morning. Great, great to have you with us. I've even asked my better half, Lauren, to sit in with us because we're going to be talking about massage therapy. And uh, Lauren, Lauren probably is a little bit more into massage and massage therapy than I have been over the years. Uh, and and when I told her that Eric, Eric is is a wizard at what he does. And it's not just relaxation. Uh, she said, oh, I may have a couple of questions. I said, then you're going to be a... Or more than a couple of questions. More than a couple more. of questions. Yeah. So she'll be, be a, be a co-host. You know, so, uh, starting off, Eric, I think that the, the general population just kind of over the years has not really quite understood what massage is all about. Uh, when you go back decades... Massage was usually followed by the word parlor, uh, you know, and now you see massage salon, you see massage therapy. Uh, there's so many aspects to massage. You are a licensed massage therapist. And the first question that I got is, how does that differ from traditional just going to feel good massage? Well, I mean, I can do just the, it's called a Swedish massage a lot of times, or just light lymphatic work. Um, that's where you're just getting the neural sensations, all the nerves in your body firing. When somebody's working on your hand, they're working on it, they're getting it to where it's just barely around. Your body is sensing, sensation of, of the touch. It's firing up the nerves through, throughout your whole body. Deep tissue, therapeutic, things like that, is more getting your body functioning the way it's supposed to. Again, I have to say, I'm not a doctor. I don't diagnose. I don't treat. And I don't cure. And you'll hear me say it quite often because the state has told me I need to say it because they said, you know too much. Why don't you just become a doctor? I turned around, didn't do well in school, you know, when I was out of college and stuff. And it was like, Forget that. I wasn't the top 5% back in the 80s when you had to, you know, get into become a doctor. I was trained by a physical therapist, so I understand the body. I understand how things work, how they connect. Muscles don't just flex. 
they originate from one bone and they go past a joint and they go to another bone. So that joint can then bend. And it's that combination that your brain has to send the message to get all that to work correctly. Do, do you, you, you know, she said that, yeah. Uh, do you uh, work closely with the medical community and all for referrals? So when someone perhaps either has an injury or they have a surgery and they go need that, that rehab that sometimes what a massage therapist can do may be as good or better than what a physical therapist can do. Or is right. there a place for both? There's a place for both. Physical therapists can actually do massage as well. So I've had orthopedic people. I've had physical therapists. I've had doctors. I've had chiropractors on my table. And they're like, this is beyond anything we have ever been taught. So what I've done is taken a whole bunch of combinations of the, of the techniques and merged them together and made them mine. And that's why some people say my technique is so unique. I need to trademark it, copyright it, do whatever, get it out there and start training people in it because it's something they've never seen before. Even the physical therapist, when I told her I was trained by a physical therapist, she goes, this is beyond anything we were ever taught. You have taken this to a whole nother level. Yeah, that that that's what I think makes makes you unique in what you do is because your broad sense of what the body is and what the body can do. Right. Uh, you know, I, again, I was always under the impression that massage was basically just a feel good thing. Going back again, decades, massage was something that was more of a luxury. You, you did it when you went away to a resort, when you went on a cruise ship or something, then you took advantage of massage. But today, massage has become a little bit more of a lifestyle. I think maybe especially as Absolutely. we get a little older uh, and our range of motion isn't exactly what it used to be. Yeah, you would just been a little slower on the uptake. I, I know that. That's why I said she's going to be on the show because she's, she <laughs> takes part in this more than, than I do. Yeah, I have tried to get Stuart to mainstream himself and to get into this. And it's taken, how long have we been married? 47 years. 46, almost 47 years. And it's been tough. And so we did get to the chair massage. You've done that. <laughs> and now we've gotten to the table. We yeah. have just gotten to the table. And, um, and, and I think you looked at me when you came out and you said, how come I didn't do this sooner? So can you imagine with that person and if you were in Eric's hands, well, that's that's How that's just it. I think that you know part part of the population are skeptics. Uh, you know, uh, actually, they say I'll just take a couple of Advil and I'll feel better. Yeah, that was you. Uh, and and that and that that's been yeah. me for decades. You know, I just uh, uh, but but I found when I started uh, years ago with some chair massage was that my main issue was was my neck and my head and my shoulders that I would, it would tense up and tighten up. And also, you know, I, I know that you do chair massages as well as table massage. Mm -hmm. we're, we're starting to get some comments in. Somebody just uh, sent a comment and it says, with so many people sitting at home on their computers, laptops, phones, etc., necks must be hurting everywhere. Yes. Good, good topic and all. And, and I, that, that would be a good thing to address because we've just gone through a year of COVID and people have been sequestered and they're tight. Uh, yeah. So now, and they also maybe have been been 
reluctant to go out to get the massage. Uh, you do massages in home uh, as well as in your own studio. Uh, yeah. And and so for those people that do spend a lot of time on the computer, what are the benefits of getting away from the computer for a while and loosening up those muscles? Well, the benefits are is your body gets used to what it's doing. And it also tries to auto-correct. So when you're sitting here on a computer, your arms are forward, your shoulders are forward, your back is hurting because your head's too far forward and your back is having to pull yourself back up. So it's your body trying to react to what your position is. But where I say is it goes even deeper. Think about the muscles that are saying, my only job in the front is to pull the body forward. Well, if the body's already farther forward, then it's going to shrink up because otherwise it can't do its job. Its only job is to pull the shoulder forward. So when it shrinks up, now you're stuck like this. You can't move. And then your back is always pulling you back. So people come in saying, well, fix my back, my neck, my shoulders. That's not where the real problem is. You have to go to where the real root of the problem is, not just make it feel good. Because then you're just stretching stuff, making them feel good. They walk out the door. A couple hours later, you're back to where you were. I can't say I fix the problem. I come darn close. And, yep. and Eric, I would think that you can't have a massage walk out and, and feel better for the next six months. You probably need <laughs> to be ongoing about it, right? It, it can be. There are some that it's just something you did that made everything tighten up. But a lot of times, if you want to be proactive, then you come in and get on a regular schedule. We just figure out what your timeline is for you to start tightening up. And then we say, do you want to stay on top of it or do you want me to start over every single time? Yeah. Yeah. And you're starting from square one each time. So, I mean. Right. Right. Everybody wants to be. Everybody wants to be a uh, a sportsman. Uh, you know, they want to play tennis, they want to play golf, and they want to keep doing it into their later years. Uh, you know, is is sports injury the, the one of the one of the largest areas for rehab that people need to look into massage therapy? It is um, because they have a goal in mind where most people, when they're on the computer, they don't understand that that's causing them pain and problems. Where in sports, they identify, they're playing golf, they're playing tennis, whatever, and their body hurts every time they're doing something. A muscle is spasming so hard, or it's built up so much toxins inside of it, that it's like having a brick inside you or, or a pebble in your shoe. It just starts to rub you raw. And what I do is I loosen that stuff up and make it to where it basically makes it to where your body can work around whatever the problem was. Is the deep deep tissue massage uh, method really the, the, the one that works greatest on, on loosening, getting rid of those toxins? Yeah. Uh, well, lymphatic is the first. You start with the lymphatic system. That drains the toxins out. Basically, you have an artery that goes down to the muscles or in this issue. Then you have a vein that pulls everything back up. But also, there's a another pipe called the lymphatic system that can take toxins and literally bring them up through a separate pipe and drain those toxins out. That's where I find people get the biggest lockdown because that's not moving. That means everything has to go around it. Now your muscles are having to work in different positions. Your body's even in a different posture. 
you know, how many people have you seen with their shoulders down, rounded off their back? Well, they're having to pull them back all the time and their back hurts. Things like right. that. Uh, one of our viewers just uh, just sent a note in and was asking for your opinion. And this is something I never heard of. Your opinion on a thermodrill type massage guns. I've never heard of that. I've heard of some. There are massage guns like that. They're they're a uh, percussion type massager. Um, there's a couple of different models out there. Uh, there's I, I think a Brookstone and, and Sharper Image. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. So, yeah. There's tons of guns like that. Um, those are good if you're using them the right way. But again, if you have a tear or something's in the way, and all you're doing is just pounding in the area that's painful, that sometimes doesn't fix the problem. It temporarily does, and you're going to have to continue doing it just to keep the pain down, but you're not fixing the problem. Yeah, yeah I would think somebody with a back problem like you or I, a chronic problem, you need a professional, and and you need that. Well, I, th I think I think it's safe to say that any device, any electric device that's out there is not a replacement Right. For human hands. fingers right. and hands. Right. Yeah. Um, well, who's using? I use them. I mean, I have massage guns. I've got four of them. Um, you know, and so they help move the tissue faster, get everything moving to where it makes it work better. Um, but I also want to make sure it's softened up first. Otherwise, it's like taking one of those guns to a bag of flour. It just doesn't do any good. If you're making cookies... You take flour, you put some eggs, some milk, and all this stuff in, but you got to start stirring from the top. You can't get all the way down in. And that's where you've got to have stuff liquefied before you do that. But you also have to know where the liquids are going, how everything's moving. Otherwise, you're literally ripping the bag of the muscle. And that's where you get bruised and sore after a massage or even using the percussion massagers. You've hurt yourself, and now you have a tear. So can you talk a little bit about deep tissue? Um, that's one massage I've not had. I've had, I haven't had a lot of the different types. I usually I, go for the basic, gentle. Swedish, more Swedish, Swedish massage, Swedish more massage. the re reflexology. Right. And when I hear deep tissue, I think pain. Right. There is. And in most cases, it is painful. In is. my case, I use your breath to fill the muscle up with liquid. I op I check the valves first. Think of a balloon. It doesn't do any good if you don't open the, the balloon up. When you blow into it, you pinch it. If you don't unpinch when you're blowing back in again, nothing's going in or nothing's coming out. I check the valves of the muscles first to make sure they can actually drain. Then I slowly work backwards through a muscle where most people are taught you start, you know, like here, you just start pushing up through a muscle. I start at the elbow and start working back down. I still work in the same direction, but I go in the right direction. I dissolve everything, make sure everything can flow. Otherwise, you start at the bottom and you push up and it's clogged. You pop somewhere along the line and you get bruised and sore. And people are like, I got bruised and sore. I was sore for three to four days. My clients are sore one to two days, if that. Because I hydrate the muscles. Just like I tell people, it's like spaghetti. You bend spaghetti and it snaps and breaks. You cook it all the way through and it wraps around a fork really nice. 
That, very that, good. That, that, very, yeah, that, I like that. That's a good comparison. Like a very good comparison. I like that. And I have had a, a, a deep, deep body massage, and you're absolutely it hurt. Yep. Now, when you're all finished and you get out and you get in the car and you're driving home, you feel you feel pretty good. It's just that within the next day or so, it still hurts. Yeah. And then you say to yourself, well, I just can't. I don't think I can put myself through that, you know, once a month or twice yeah. a month or yeah. something like that. I, yeah. Well, I'm sure it also depends, as Eric is saying, on your technique and who's doing right, it. Right, right. And I also remember when, when I broke my ankle and went through through physical therapy, the, the therapist that I worked with was actually a physical and a massage therapist. Yeah. And and they used to bend my foot in, in ways that I, I was excruciating. That was the physical part. <laughs> but then they always took the time to do the, the massage part on the bottom of the foot, the top of the mm -hmm. foot, the arches and everything in order to support where the break was. Right. And, I, and, I, and I remember that. Yeah. But see, when I work on somebody's feet, I start at the hips. Because everything at the hips or, you know, Everything at the feet has to come through the hips. If you have a clog anywhere along the line, you can loosen everything up you want. But just like making a powdered shake, if you turn around and put it back down, all the powder sinks back down to the bottom. You've got to get it to where it can get out and get, let your body process it. That's up in your inner core. So it's got to take it through your lymphatic system and take it to where it can process it through your spleen. Otherwise, you're just shaking stuff up. Plain and simple. Interesting. So oh, that is interesting. <laughs> so, so the hip bone is really connected to the leg bone, and the leg right, bone connected right. to the foot bone. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I do it gently. That's the whole thing. That's you know, if you if you have a, a block of ice, if you just let it melt, it goes down really nice and smooth, things like that. Or you can take a hammer and break it, and then you have sharp objects now in your body. That are going to sit there and poke you and rip you and tear you from the inside out. Why would you want to go through that? <laughs> is what I ask people. You know, and it depends on how long it takes. Sometimes my massages can go one hour, hour and a half, two hours, three hours, and sometimes even four hours. Oh, you'd have to carry wow. me out after two hours, boy. Yeah. But I did it wow. so the people aren't hurting. That's what's so wild. Wow. I literally go in, there's a, there's some muscles called your pectoralis minor, which is underneath your pec major even. I literally tell people, I'm going to take these three fingers and I'm going to take them this deep into your body. Ooh. I've already made a hole in the armpit and I literally come up underneath the pec major and there's three bands to it. They come from rib five, rib four, rib three. I literally start at one and get it to drain its fluid out. I go to the next one, I go to the next one, and then I take their arm and I show them that their arm can now go all the way back. I haven't been able to do that for 10 years. Oh, my God. But think about it. Your body's so tight, you're fighting through that all day long. That's what makes people miserable. You don't even know that you can't you know, have that range of motion anymore. And it stays with you. That's why my massage sticks. It's not just a couple hour massage. It's going to last for days. It's interesting that, that he mentioned fluids mm -hmm. because you don't often think about the fact that your, yeah. your body is it's mostly fluid. Exactly. Uh, and all. And so you need to move those fluids, uh, fluids around. Yeah. yeah, you don't think of them. 
Now, for those that are listening and watching, uh, very simple. The website you can visit is uh, ericolson.massagetherapy.com. I invite you to go there. You can see the techniques that Eric has. The phone number is there. You can give him a call if you've got questions. You've been, I was reading some information about you, and your love of massage goes back to when you were a kid. Uh, you 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 started doing this, and 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 what was one of the reasons, or a couple of the reasons, why you started doing it? Well, I was a gymnast, so to do the rings and all this, you had to have really big forearms and all that. And instead of lifting weights in a gym with a bunch of sweaty guys, I enjoyed much more giving massages to people. So I turned around and just started doing massage, and I found it was really effective. It, people just, it changed people's lives. And to watch that, it's like you're watching miracles happen every day, all day long. So how long have you been doing this, Eric? Doing massage? I, I got trained by this physical therapist when I was in college back in the early 80s. And I wasn't licensed, but I'd work on coworkers or friends, things like that for years. And then I ended up getting licensed in 2012 and have been doing it solid ever since then. But this lady that taught me was the physical therapist at a major university in the 80s when all the Vietnam War vets were going to college on the GI Bill. She specifically worked on all the paraplegics, quadriplegics, and amputees. She said, if you hurt these people, they forget why they're getting up in the morning. These are people trying to get off their butt and do something with their life. They've been knocked down. You don't knock them back down. And that's what she taught me to do, was to do it gentle, to work on people gently. And I didn't work on her people. She, she lived in my apartment complex. And she said, I need somebody to work on me. And she couldn't find anybody that did my type of technique either. I'm the same way. I go get a massage from somebody. It's just not what I'm looking for because they're doing it different. They're, they're, doing, they're having some effect. Yeah, that must be difficult for you. It is. When you want a massage. It is. I was in a car crash. I mean, the doctor came in and said, I don't know how you're still alive. He actually walked out on me. I woke up on the recovery floor. He walked out. He thought he had the wrong chart. He didn't even stop at the nurse's station. He got in the elevator and went all the way down to the morgue. And the morgue took the chart, he said. And they said, there's the chart. Where the heck's the body? <laughs> He's up in my recovery floor. He's alive. I had 25 breaks over 15 bones, a collapsed lung, a bruised heart, and even a chunk of my skull dropped. He said, if you understand if it was any higher, your brain would have dropped. He says, how are you even here? He said, you better figure out what you're here for. Because I'm telling you, there is no reason you should be here. The man upstairs puts you back here for a reason. When was this? This was in 2014. You're kidding. Oh, it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. And wow. I just happened to work on a client that her husband lived in the house of the wall that I took out. It's a small world. Oh. <laughs> she says, because he was in his greenhouse in the backyard just an hour before. And I, I ended up going up on a sidewalk, hitting a retaining wall. Went down a sidewalk upside down at 75 miles an hour, they said. Dropped into the next road, hit the curb, 
and then went end over end five times in a quarter turn and took out the entire neighborhood brick wall with my side. They had to cut the roof off the car to get my body out. Oh. That makes it even more incredible that you are doing what you are doing because your body was broken in in so many ways that uh, uh, the physical therapy that you went through, uh, number one, you probably were were maybe critical of what was going on because you knew how to do some of those techniques. But I guess it was a learning process also. Yes. It was partly that I had to go through the experience, so I understood what other people were going through. I was actually massaging three months later. What? Yeah. <laughs> I could do one massage, and then I had to rest for 24 hours, and then start back up. And I built myself back up to where I've done 13 hours of massage in one day before. It wasn't worth it, but I've done that much. Like I guess Good that, that old phrase when you when you talk wow. about walking in somebody else's shoes. I mean, when you, when you've been <laughs> yes. through something like that, now you know how to work with with those types of clients. Exactly. And again, I started the show by by mentioning that we can we think of massage as just a feel good technique, yeah, the it, reflexology. But for those people that do have chronic pain, either due to bones, muscles, emotions. Uh, uh, scar tissue, uh, things like that. That massage is is a, a way to, to relief. Heal. It's a yeah. way to heal. Yeah, and it is. It's all about touch and feel, but it's also about getting fluid into the tissue. As long as it's not a broken bone or a torn ligament, I can soften that tissue up and get the joints flexing, which makes the muscles become more relaxed and they work with you. And that's what I say: is it's I had one client literally say, by the time she got up in the morning, basically even got out of bed, took a shower, did her hair, did her makeup, got the kids ready for school, and got them out the door, got herself dressed. She said she was worn out, just moving through her own body. She said, much less having to go to work, come home, still do all the, you know, everything, and then deal with a husband. It was like... She had no life. After my massage, she came back and said, you don't understand. My husband and I are going out dancing now. I have energy throughout the end of the day. And oh, by the way, he loves it. Because <laughs> I, I have extra energy, if you know what I mean. And I'm like, la la. <laughs> <laughs> Too, Too much, much information. information. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that's, you know, that's what it is, though. You're tired before you even go to bed. Because your body, your brain's working, but your body's getting tired because it's working too hard, moving through and living in your own body. Wow. That's the key. That sure is a testament to you. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You know, the, the, uh, again, the the list, uh, again, I invite people to go to the website because you can see the various te- techniques and all that that Eric does. But one of them that, that really kind of caught Lauren's attention uh, was work with people that have migraine headaches yes. um, and from two aspects, not only to feel better through massage techniques for the migraine headaches, but also when Lauren saw that, that some of the techniques that you do help people manage their medications because sometimes it hurts, give me more meds. Uh, you become dependent. Uh, and so, med- so you know, uh, uh, medicinal uh uh, dependency 
gets to be a real issue, and it's an issue in this country. And all and massage, some of the techniques that you do can actually relieve some of that dependency on medication? Oh, yeah. Uh, again, I'm not a doctor. I don't diagnose. I don't treat, and I don't cure. I'm just a massage therapist. But think about this. One, you have bad circulation in an area that hurts. You have swelling or whatever. That means you're, you're, you only have one pump, your heart, pumping your blood to that area. So the medicine you take has to kick that medicine, put it into your bloodstream, and put it in that area. Well, it's already full. So your body says, ah, I, I can go somewhere else. So you're not even getting the benefit of your medication in the area that you need it. So if I loosen that up, get it more relaxed, get the toxin suspended, get that flushed out, we make room to get the medicine in. Now you don't have to take as much medicine or you know, even that, it at all. That's the that, whole that's thing. Something, that's something that I've always said is I don't understand how, for instance, I, I, <laughs> I did get a, some back spasms and they gave me a pill that said to relieve spasms. And I thought, how does that pill, when it goes in your <laughs> mouth, know that it's specifically going to go to that spinal area to fight that spasm? It's got to be doing something, you know, uh, uh, being know. you know distributed in, over the entire body. Yeah. Uh, and it so is. And that's the problem, too. And that's where with my clients and even with the state and also with my insurance company, I had to ask them, do I need to get special riders? Because one of the things I have to do is ask my clients, have you been on any opiate narcotic painkillers? Not just currently. Ever. I'm in the last five to 10 years. Yeah. And people like, even doctors will say, well, that's not even in your system anymore. It is. It is. It's in your lymphatic system and it's potentially packed away. And it's like tree rings sitting there. And I've literally put people in the hospital with overdoses with my massage. So I have to ask now until they get it put on the forms and stuff. And my insurance company says, you know, I said, do I need a special rider or anything? They said, no, you're doing what needs to be done. It's just most people don't go to the level that you're going. Right. But I think can, of, I can you know, that. Yeah. your lymphatic system has tubes. Those tubes are literally packed in with all the medication you've taken over the year. And when I go and loosen that stuff up, all that medication comes flying up to your brain. And can literally give you an overdose. And that's where I have to be very, very careful with my technique. I'm monitoring, you know, somebody's been on medications, I have the light on, I'm monitoring their pupils, things like that, because once the pupils start dilating, we know that there's stuff going to the brain. And we have to monitor them. That's really that's, interesting. So there is much, much there's much more of a medical uh, uh, aspect to, to this than than I think most people are aware of. Right. So that depends on your level of training. But so with headaches, do you massage the scalp or not necessarily? You don't need to that you're working. I, I can do the scalp, but a lot of times, even if you have reflexology points, they're going to be in your neck, things yeah. like that. But also you have other muscles that lay over the top of that that are causing the clog of that. Yeah. So one right. analogy I use is I use tons of analogies, but take a, a bow and a bow and arrow, take the bow. Somebody comes to you and says, my bow's too tight. Just like somebody saying, I have a headache. Well, it's not the bow that's the problem. It's the string on the bow. And then they have an arrow in it and they're pulling the arrow back. Well, now it's really the whole other side of the body causing the problem. 
So I've got to look at the chain of events that are causing something to happen, something to clog, something to pinch. Just like if you blow up a balloon and you're trying to get the air up, you got to let go. If you don't let go, nothing comes out. And you wonder, why didn't it happen? I massaged it. I did all this. You didn't do it right. you got to look at how the body's really working, but also make sure you're not doing any harm in the process. That's the key. Hmm. Do you but think that... The, the, one of the ahead. things the um, uh, physical therapist taught me, because again, sometimes you do need the relaxing massage. But sometimes you don't need it for your whole body, unless you're trying to get your brain to connect to your whole body. But what she did was she worked on these amputees, paraplegics, and quadriplegics. She taught me how to do a head massage, literally just working on the scalp, literally taking all the blood off the scalp, and it's a hard pressure massage. You're literally taking all the pressure off the skull, past the equilibrium points in your ears. You then reach all the way back into the back and bring all fresh fluid back up into the into the ear area. And it's like it creates bubbles in the ear. And I'm not sure the medical, the exact medical thing. But here's the thing. After about five to ten minutes, their feet lift up off the table is what they say. Another five to ten minutes, the rest of their body comes up. And they're completely suspended off the table is what they feel like. Now, remember, she worked on amputees that didn't have legs that could now feel their missing limbs. I've got goosebumps like you wouldn't believe that's that's yeah that's amazing yeah, that, yeah that's why I say I think that, you know just this discussion with you you know uh, opens people's eyes to the fact uh, that massage isn't what you necessarily thought it was right. that there there are more aspects to it I can certainly say and 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 you would probably agree with me too Eric that before that doctor that says uh, I think we need surgery that I think that there are options to look in. You know, but people often say, I'm going to go for a second opinion. Yes. But I think sometimes a licensed massage therapist that does the kind of techniques that you do is worth going into because you can do in a physical manipulation way something that may keep you from going under the knife. Right. Right. And there's different types of massages where you have active massages and passive massages. You first start out with a passive because you just want to see what the person's range of motion is, what's physically holding the joint down, things like that. And then you have an active massage where somebody may have to flex a muscle to get the body to feel what's going on to then squeeze the fluid out, just like a toothpaste tube. You've got to be able to squeeze the tube to get the fluid out. But the problem is, again, if you don't take the cap off, nothing's coming out. Right. <laughs> So, again, you have to understand how the body works and then make it work the way it's supposed to and then make it to where it's, you know, can exchange fluids. Then back to the question of the medicine, if you're taking medicine and it can't get into an area, then it's not going to benefit you. You just take more medicine. Right. In order, in order for it to get to where you want it to go, it's also got to go to every other part of your body. Right. And I think that's where this, where this, but it's. Yeah. yeah, that's where this medical dependency yeah. comes in because you say, well, if I'm starting with five milligrams, it ain't, it ain't working after a month right, or two. Right, right. I need to I go need to more. 10 and, and 20. That's, that's why I think a lot of the ignorance lies with the older community. 
mm -hmm. this older folks who who don't you know we're not used to this it's take a pill listen to the doctor take a pill take more pills da, da, da. osteoporosis I think it's, osteoarthritis yeah, and, I, and i think it's the younger people that are more adept and know a little bit more because a lot of them are more exercise uh runners walkers uh swimmers i think they're they're doing more and they know a little bit more about it as opposed to older folks that maybe aren't as familiar with massage and what it can do right. and how it can benefit had, you. I had a client that brought me in to work on his father. He was bedridden, 90 years old, not, not completely bedridden, but he was in a bed when I went there. They had a special medical bed in this room. Yep. And he could get on a walker, they said, but he was dragging his right foot. And they thought for sure they needed to go to the hospital and do surgeries and all this. And instead, they called me in just to check it out. I did an hour and a half to two hours on him. He was standing up and his foot was coming back up just next to the other one and walking just fine. He was like, oh, my God, this is exactly what we needed to get the body working with them and getting the, the brain to be able to send the message to the area that needs to be able to you know, do its job and be able to coordinate the leg. That's the whole thing. And, and I think it's unusual also on the other side of the coin to find somebody like Eric who really takes a genuine interest and loves and enjoys what they're doing as opposed to somebody that just gives a massage, takes their money. Yeah, and the says, soft, See soft in music in the back and the incense yeah, burning. they don't have to do too much. Right. They just... Well, that, that's why and, I say that's where that that so, the old, you know, go on a cruise ship and, and treat yourself to a massage. Uh, go to go away to a resort for a week and, and get a massage. Yeah, well, that's that's like the ambiance. Yeah, well, it's, you know what I think about that. Yeah, that, you know, that that to, that to me is 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 a luxury. Right. And, and, and you do that just for that that feel good. I don't know. But when something hurts. Yeah. You, you need know, a professional. Yeah, instead of a bottle like that sometimes Eric Eric right. is the answer rather than right. going to that bottle. Right. I mean, if you've got the money, that's great. You know, treat yourself to a nice, relaxing Swedish massage, things like that. If you're overstressed and, and just can't even, don't even know where you're at anymore, again, a Swedish massage is beneficial. It gets all your nerves in your body connected back to your brain, grounds you. But if you're having problems getting around, that's where a deep tissue therapeutic massage is going to make a huge difference in your life. Otherwise, you're just fighting the same problems every day you get up. Is, is it fair to say that a Swedish massage is really more for your emotional state of being uh, rather than your physical state of being? Mm -hmm. That if it's if it's something that's physical, you better get down to the to the to the source of the problem. And, yeah. and, and make yeah, it better. It depends on It really does. Yeah. I mean, it's tons of people do it. I love it. I mean, it's just, it, you have to know what you're going in for. And that is just to take a moment and relax. It's just like yeah. reading a good book or watching a good show. It's just nice to escape. It depends on the person I, and what they're going in for. What they need, right. I want, I want to throw out a question because I've always wondered about it. What is this deal with hot stones? <laughs> I, I knew you were going to ask. I, I just, you know, I mean, I've, I've, I've seen it. I mean, is it, is it credible? 
It is. It is. Um, it is warmth. It is uh, basically just like somebody hugging you or laying next to you, having a puppy next to you. You feel the warmth of their body. The hot stones do a tons of things. They give you emotional support. You're, you're being used on you as well to move fluid. They're, um, you know, they have, some people say they have energy and they're pulling that energy, that negative energy out of you. There's all different levels of thought on what the stones do. But that warmth, that comfort, that warmth also creates thinning of the blood, which means, and the tissue, so it makes sure everything releases a little more. So it has its place. You know, it's just how you warm the muscles up. A nice hot Epsom salt bath does the same thing. But again, with Epsom salt, don't take a hot, hot bath. Take a warm bath. Otherwise, it pulls blood to the surface and absorbs the salt, and then it takes it back away. It doesn't benefit you. You want it long-lasting. The Epsom salts go in, and then you let them sit there and hold the toxins, pull and draw stuff, and then slowly move back out. And again, I'm not a doctor. I don't diagnose. I don't treat. I don't cure. It's only my opinion as a massage therapist. I think I would opt for the warm puppy. Yeah, you would. Therapy. <laughs> that, that, the pu puppy therapy works with me. Yeah. <laughs> In the right hands. It, I've had some massages where I got lost. Because their their skill, their how smooth they are, just it just goes from one nerve to the next to the next to the next. You just melt into it. It's like reading a book; you just can't put it down. And that's where a Swedish massage is great. I can do those. I'm probably not as good as the you know some of these people. They can just wow you, but I can do Swedish massage as well. I mean, and it's there's times when it's beneficial. There, there are there are so many more techniques that Eric does that that we, we don't even have time to go through. But one I, I do want to just touch on, uh, and I was fascinated when you talk about working with pregnant women, uh, hel helping them with relaxation through the, through a pregnancy, uh, and all and 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 are those techniques that you offer to people who may have a, a rough time with a previous pregnancy or or initially with a a diagnosis that, you know, I want, you, you know, they always, some doctors tell a woman, uh, just stay at home and in bed for the yeah, next nine yeah, months. Yeah. Right. And it, I always have a problem talking about this part. Um, I don't really do leg massages when somebody is pregnant because there's a risk of deep vein thrombosis, things like that. Some people will go in and do it. Um, I just had a situation where my wife passed away from deep vein thrombosis. So I don't do, I don't deal with the legs when somebody's pregnant. Um, I work on the hips and all the way back up, but I make the body flexible. I've actually had women say, my God, I'm starting to actually enjoy this pregnancy now. It used to be my body was hurting so much. That's all I could focus on. I wasn't even enjoying the pregnancy. Where I get the body stretched out to the point that the body works with you instead of against you. Yeah. And that's the key is getting the whole body working with you. Everything is stretching. Well, we, is I always think about the fact that with the pregnancy is adding additional weight to the front of the body, which is going to put a strain on, on the, the on the back. Yes. Uh, and you need that that relief. 
I mean, yeah. very often you'll see a woman that is in advanced pregnancy. She has her hands on her on her yeah. hips in the back because her back yeah. is killing yeah. her. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But loosen the stomach up and she can stand up straight again. Yeah. Things like that. Her whole body. Entirely different technique with a pregnant woman. It's got to be. No. Not really. No. Okay. I mean, that's that's where a lot of crossover. Gently. I'm having them one. I'm having them work on their breath already, which they're going to need. Yeah. Right. 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 So right. I'm having them literally increase their blood pressure, and I can literally feel the direction and flow of the fluid coming into their muscles as it's building up the pressure. I can feel it, just like blowing up a balloon. The tail end of a balloon doesn't blow up. It's right next to your mouth. So right. as you breathe in, I can feel that, and the direction it's going tells me which muscle and which layer I'm on because the muscles go in different layers in different directions. So I can find out what's breathing, what's not, what's tight, what's working, what's not, and get the body to where it relaxes. When you're on the table, I want the muscles to relax. Get them hydrated, get them saturated, get the toxins circulating so they get out of you so that your body can then send, you know, painkillers, medicines, whatever. But it's with, with pregnancy, you can't have a lot of that. So you have to come in and get more massages. And people are like, why didn't somebody tell me about this earlier? <laughs> well, I mean, I even work on breast cancer yeah. clients. Because again, those are major issues, major problems. I've even got, you know, during the shutdown, I have a letter from Texas Oncology authorizing me to work during the, the shutdown for the state of Texas. And saying, I'm authorized to work on somebody because she had breast cancer and where her parts, you know, were, they just weren't. And the radiation spread out. It was a, a, poor, a bad radiation machine when she went through chemo and stuff or whatever it was and literally made globs. Her tissues just shrunk up in certain areas. And I literally had to go and stretch those back out, get her body back the way it's supposed to be. Wow, that's, that's amazing. I, I should say more. Eric has wow. more facets to his to his I'm impressed. Uh, practice than than a fine diamond. Uh, Absolutely, I'm impressed. Very, very much appreciate you taking the time, uh, Eric, to, to talk to us again. Eric Olson dot massage therapy dot com. Uh, phone number is there. Give Eric a call if you've got a question or you know somebody who is going through some physical issues that could benefit from these types of, of uh, you know, therapeutic massages and all. Amazing. Eric, thanks again, my friend, for, for taking the time. And uh, and that'll do it for another session of uh, something, someone you should know. Almost had the, the other, the <laughs> yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> but, I'm shaming. We yeah. know. And, and, and as I say, be yourself because everyone else is taken. Go out and make it a good week. Make it a good weekend. Again, Eric, thank you. Thank you very, very Thanks, much. Thanks, Thank you. Appreciate it. See you all later. Bye.